too, like you know, ever had to meet a girl that life is like hella lit and you kind of intimidated like this is how this girl is bro like she was hooping against Brittany Griner in high school and shit she uh, went to the same high school as Trav like I was like wait hold on hold on hold on yeah but you could be like I went to the same high school as Juice World. <laughs> yeah you could say that you that ain't gonna say be the same bro <laughs> I ain't gonna lie it might get hard to fall yeah, especially when you do the R.I.P. after. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Shit, nigga. Yeah. It was tough. How tall is she? Uh, she like 5'8". Oh, bro. Like, super tough. Oh. Uh, did you size her up? Like, how how you would on the block? No, I told her. I'm going I'm to put her on the post, G. Okay. But she tore ACL. She tore ACL. Though. So she can't did you say? Did, did, you, did you say that before? Or after she told you she tore her ACL? Uh, before I didn't know she tore. Her okay. ACL. You know, I'm gonna say, and you said that. Yeah, I'm gonna put you on the block. <laughs> yeah, she was challenged. First, she wanted to do like a shooting competition. I was like, I don't do shooting competitions, man. I'm trying to. I'm trying to see. I, don't, I don't do that. I'm trying to see what your core like, man. Come holler, with, come holler at the big dog. Let, let me know when you want to fuck with the big dog. Um, <laughs> I don't do that Steph Curry shit. Yeah, man. I was like, man, let me see what your post work like. What's your post uh, uh, post awareness like? <laughs> your footwork. You a sick nigga. Hey, man. It is what it is. Uh. Let me bring up this list, man. Hey, man, we gotta get FYB uh, J Man on the pod, man. We hit different, dog. FYB J Man. Oh, oh, uh, the rapper? Is he, he, he? Is he? I don't know if he's a rapper. I know he be on the jumper sometimes. And he always referred to himself as FYB J Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do your research. It hit different. <laughs> oh, that, that shit with him uh, at NIU when he had FBG Duck Slide, that shit was fucking me up. <laughs> yeah, that nigga hilarious, bro. <laughs> when he was in the car and people kept sending him cash app requests, he was like, I don't get it. <laughs> Do your research. <laughs> this shit really hit different right now. <laughs> yeah, oh, that nigga hilarious, man. Shout out to FYB uh, J Man. Alright, yo, 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 welcome to the Brazy Bunch Podcast, it's your boy Moose Mancino, and hey man, I was thinking, we low-key need a, um, a male version of the Margarita song, dog. Y'all know what song I'm talking about? Um, yeah. How would it go, though? We would have to do, like, male activities, like, we can't do that freaky stuff that's in the, the woman version, like, give me one margarita, I'll be cutting the grass, shit like that. Okay, that's that's more than that 1940s shit. You know, I'm fucking with that song, man. Um, Because y'all know it came out after that, uh, like that super preacher or whatever was talking about how many margaritas it takes to do different things. So somebody capitalized on it. So salute, salute on that, man. That song go crazy. Uh, But we got my nigga done in the building, man. Yes, sir. It's your boy Noni, man. Fresh off the tornado. You know what I'm saying? Shit couldn't stop me. I'm still here. Hey, you know what I mean? Niggas alive. Niggas all good. Yeah, man. It was. I think there was like some tornadoes uh, yesterday too. Damn. It wasn't. It wasn't uh, in the city, but like somewhere else in Illinois. I don't know what's going on, bro. Uh, global warming is real, people. If you don't understand it, get it together now. Do your research. Oh. It hit different. <laughs> uh, the, the little tornadoes made me think this is very off track. If you had to live in what, like a fictitious Marvel city, would you live in Gotham? Like, imagine you just got like real crime just like always happening around you. Uh, hell no. Nah. I couldn't. <laughs> hell no, <nah>, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you just look up and it's like a nigga flying in your window. 
You can't even go. You can't even go out at night, man. <laughs> that, that mass nigga could show up anywhere. You don't know what's going on. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Somebody pointed out like the crazy thing about Batman is he's just going around beating up mental health patients. Like that, that shit is nuts. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> like he's just going around beating up people with mental health issues. Yeah, and he doesn't, he doesn't have a superpower either. No. He's just doing this for the for the love. <laughs> like let me just beat this nigga's ass real quick. <laughs> Put him in an asylum, and then they break out and fucking cycle goes over again. That shit is crazy. Uh, but we got my nigga C's in the building. I'm not a business man. I'm a business man. So let me business, business man. Dan. I, that was some, oh. why did that seem so prolific at one? Oh, book of hope. <laughs> that, that seems so like oh, you see what he did. That's I mean, hope got a whole bunch of shit like that, man. Like the the shit on pound cake. Like, oh man! Why was he doing that, bro? <laughs> oh my god, that was a horrid verse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. But how niggas doing, man? Uh, we decent. We decent. Uh, we man, decent. actually, no. It's been a long week. Isn't this you, you know, ever had those weeks where like Monday comes and you know, like I'm gonna have to fight. Mm-hmm. Fight it. Yeah, niggas. Nah, just fight in, in life oh, to make yeah. it to the end of the week. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, it was some fighting going on. Damn. But we be here now. It, it's always better when the weekend comes. You just get that stress of uh, expectations and working labor up off you. Yeah, man. Really? I hate slavery, personally, but it is what it is. That's what we're here for, I guess. You ever you ever think, like, God couldn't put us on this, this earth just to work, bro? Yes. Like, it got to be something more. Like, do we have but to I work think, in heaven? You think? I think that's I the sick part, because, like, you not here just to work, so you're supposed to find whatever it is that you're gonna have to put more work into. But that's gonna end up like being your calling. Yeah. Because like, like if people like like pastors, if they think like a pastor being or Christ is my calling, they still gotta work to like become a pastor. Christ yeah. is my calling is nuts, but <laughs> I, I I was uh, watching um Draymond on Paul George's uh, pod mm. when they was talking about how basketball, how much they love it, but that shit is still a job to them, yeah. mm-hmm. and how much and how much they hate it. That shit scared the fuck out of me, man. Because it's like you can still find something that you really love, but it's still gonna be work to you. Like is is there is there anything that you could find that you can make money from that it doesn't feel like work that you don't end up hating some part of it i think we talked about that before like we i think any job like no no matter what it is like we can pod and make money like say we just had contracts to pod and that's how we made money Mm -hmm. at a certain point it would become a job because all the stuff that's surrounded like if it was just we get on here and talk for uh two hours three hours however long it is then it would seem like less of a job because it's it's a little bit easier. But you got to think at that point, it's so much stuff surrounding it, the travel, the the promo, the different stuff like that will make it feel like a job. Yeah, I was thinking about that, too. Like this, like if you because if you break it down, like we doing this, like it's just kind of we, we all fuck with each other, like for real. Yeah. But if you potting with your job, like if say we broke up and, and Donald was like, I'm gonna go start a new pod and you found like a new nigga you just want to start a pod with. That would kind of turn into work if you just knew that nigga from Pod. Yeah. So, but yeah. 
Yeah, because I can't think of anything that I would do that wouldn't feel like a job. Like uh, I'm trying to think, like even like sports. Sports feel like a job. I mean, you got to train, you got to practice, mm-hmm. you got to do all that shit. Like nobody mm-hmm. want to do all that shit. <laughs> well, that's why when they say like don't don't always try to make money off of your hobbies or your passion, because then that's when all it all kind of like turns into work. So if you if you like music, whatever you enjoy, just like try to do it at least for the love. I guess for as long as you can or as long as you want to, because once you start getting expectations and dollars involved, it kind of changes things. Nah, that's real. That's real. But how niggas yeah. doing, man? What y'all, what y'all get into this week? Oh, nothing, man. I was chilling. I got trying to catch up on this rest. That's why. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, plus the weather was kind of weird. Um, at least on Friday, but nah, man, lots of chilling. Catch up on these shows if possible. Niggas didn't throw a tornado lock in. Tornado, tornado lock. I honestly wasn't even concerned about it. I don't know. I don't, part of me was like, I don't see where this can actually happen, so I wasn't like tripping too much. Yeah. Um, but nah. Remember them lock ins, G? Like remember them Linwood lock ins and shit. Mm-hmm. She used to be busting. Dota, didn't you get in a fight at the Linwood lock-in? Uh, nah, nah that, was, that uh, was at uh, the one at Richardson Park. Bro. Oh, man. <laughs> What's they throwing niggas like a so, garbage? Oh, what, Rich, Rich City? Yeah, Rich City, man. <laughs> man, hey, all my real ones know about Rich City, bro. You, you pull up, <laughs> you pull up, man. It's just straight skating until what it was like, nine o'clock or some yeah. shit. Yeah. Clear that rink. It's a joking on that one, man. Bro, we were so mad anytime it was a performance because that was cutting into the time, bro. That was cutting into the juke time. Fam, I've seen Jeremiah perform at least 20 times before that nigga made it, bro. I hated it every single time. How many times have you seen him perform birthday sex? Fam, ridiculous amounts. Listen to him perform birthday sex live to proceed to juke on a, on a skating rink. Is, it's, it's crazy. And that was his only song. I think he performed it twice and then got up out of there. Yeah, bro. <laughs> performed it twice. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> Niggas like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Crazy times. I realized that we all live the same life because I don't know if y'all saw that TikTok when uh, Buddy was like getting behind Shorty and she looked back and they played like that. Who wants to be a millionaire music? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> to see if like she wants to juke him and shit. And, bro, oh, man. That was the most stressful time ever, bro. And it was the worst angle for her to be looking up at. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> she didn't get a good angle mm-hmm. on you, bro. <laughs> Yeah, it's that dark. Shit would, that shit would, would startle you every time. Yeah, man. You sweaty. Oh. At that point, after that, you just want to go home because it's like, no, nah, I can't. I can't afford that. I can't, I can't afford, afford to take the L on the next one, bro. I gambled once. I won. You know, I'm good for the <laughs> night, dog. But no, nah, salute to the women that didn't do like a a crazy play if she didn't want to dance with you. She just like kind of walked away and gave you like the, you know, or tap your hand like, nah, that's enough, big fella. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever got hit with a double tape? Ah, yeah. All right. I think yeah, yeah, is, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. You be up in there, be that's sweaty. It. You probably got like a little flannel on and shit. Like, you know. <laughs> Sweating through your flannel. Oh, man. <laughs> Rough times, bro. That's how niggas became bro. men, bro. Man. Oh, yeah. You got to go through it. That's crazy. What you get into this week? Uh, shit. So I popped out with Warner. Um, yesterday we went to uh, 
it was like they got some signals out here. So I guess it was like a old head sigma event. So I was up in there with him. Uh it was like old head signals and AKAs. And then you told we, me no payroll? You said <laughs> that shit that shit is still crazy. I said that shit, man. Drunk nights, man. <laughs> but um yeah, went there and then uh hit a couple bars and you know, just been chilling really. Uh but yeah, man. Glad it was hot there all weekend, no? You said what? It was hot. I, I think when I was looking, what they were saying, uh, I saw some old woman break bread, bake bread in her mailbox. Yeah, it's hot as shit, bro. It's been hot for like the last like month and a half, bro. Like extremely, outrageously hot. Where it's like, I know it gets hot down here, but it don't get this hot. And so it's at the point where like we was in a Marriott and it was burning up up in that motherfucker, bro. So I don't, I don't know what's going on with the weather. Like you said, it might be global warming. It might be something else. Maybe it's just me. I forgot what song that was. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah it's, it's, it's been hot as shit out here, bro. But uh, anything else to say? Uh, who who we missing? Donna, did you say what you did yeah. this weekend? Man, I went to K Camp, man. It was a lot of um, the demographic was different. Mm. It was different. <laughs> it was a lot of women in there that probably. Bust your windows or deflate your tires. Get <laughs> your tires deflated to money, baby. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was solid though, man. He killed that shit. You know, uh, K Camp. He's he's underrated, bro. We need to talk about him some more. As just as being a hit maker, it might not be like nationally, but he's he he got a bunch of them. What tier would you put him in? Like, what's some of his peers and his artists? Uh, uh, like, what artists are some of his peers and his tier? Man, that's tough. Damn. It's, it's hard because I almost wanted to be like, he's in the Tiger tier, but I think nah. that's hard because... Tiger? What? He ain't in the Tiger tier. Well, I was going to say that's hard because Tiger's hits really be hit. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like, Tiger's in the tier above him. But I do think K Cap makes better music in full. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Like yeah. he's a he's a better artist and his he makes better songs. And he, I would say he has more good songs than Tiger has hits. What about Quan? Uh Quan was gone too long. Yeah. Damn, I'm, I'm trying to think of who I could. KKM just one of them niggas that stay with one. Like he, he, I mean, his projects are pretty solid, but mm-hmm. um, you'll never be like, "Damn, I remember that whatever project, Kiss, Kiss Two or whatever." Like I, I remember that when that came out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I said it on here, but like Kate Camp, he don't miss with the kisses, bro. No. Like every, every single one of them. Oh, you didn't say that on here because we would have been like, "Nigga, what yeah. the fuck are you talking about?" You didn't, you didn't say that on this platform. <laughs> Oh, that was another. <laughs> that was a secret pod. <laughs> oh, my bad. That, that, was, that was your side hustle. <laughs> no, but he do got some hits on that motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You go crazy. I don't know. That's, that's something to think about. Shout out to uh, K Camp, man. Hits for days. I remember when uh, niggas down here at PV had K Camp for a uh, homecoming. They complained, so they got YF and Lucci. Surprise! <laughs> I would, I, I would be more upset, but you know these young kids—they probably was excited about it. They went, uh huh, uh huh. <laughs> hey, free Luch, man. 
Um, all right, man. Yeah, you ready to get into these topics, man? Unless y'all got something else to talk about, some traumatizing that happened this week. What? No, let's nah. do it. <laughs> hey, man, we like to hear about the trauma on the pod. We can work through it, Doug. Uh, where we starting this week? Damn. Uh, I guess we want to start in the city. It's not. It's not like crazy good news, but uh, that Northwestern scandal where they were doing butt booty car washes. Yeah, that's, that's sick. And when I say freaky frog behavior, this is freaky frog behavior, bro. You want to explain what happened? <laughs> um. Okay. So, was it like last week, week and a half ago? There was a report that came out that the, what Northwestern's football coach Pat Fitzgerald was suspended for two weeks <laughs> this summer because there was an investigation going on on hazing. A couple of days later. They say he's fired. This is all based off of a story, I guess, that was put out in one of the school newspapers where they said there was reports of hazing. Um, the hazing was things such as old upperclassmen holding freshmen and doing something called running where... I don't even know how to explain it. It was... They had to, like, run through butts. It was a lot of weird news. Excuse, Excuse me. Hold on, hold on, hold on, brother. What, what did they have to do? Did you say run through butts? Yeah. What? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> it's not like. Not it's not how it sounds. It was more um like ah oh, goodness. Like niggas slid cheek to cheek and you have to run through it like you ever watch a football movie and they got the pads? Uh, that type of shit. Yeah. Well, okay, so here's here's something that it was called running. Um <coughs> okay, this is from the article part. Uh running, which was used to punish team members, primarily freshmen, for mistakes made on the practice on the field and in practice. If a player was selected for running, the player who spoke to the Daily blah, 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 said they would be restrained by a group of eight to ten upperclassmen dressed in various purge-like masks, who would then begin dry humping the victim in a dark locker room. Oh, this oh, what the fuck is going on? <sighs> Jesus, this is that Northwestern? Yeah. Oh man, come on, bro. What are we doing? Uh, Thought this was a classy institution. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they thought too. Can't spell classy without ass. Bendy fat. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) What was these? What what was these uh, booty washes that she was talking about? Because when you first said that, I'm like, hold on. <laughs> Too many things was going through my head. I thought they had these niggas out here doing car washes. <laughs> no, it's like, it, it was like a room, right? And then they had two niggas, you know, like the little brushes on the side of the car wash. They had yeah, they naked had niggas like, spinning like that, right? And you have to go through there. Naked? Yeah. Yeah. I promise I do. I, there's no way I made that up. I'm really trying to find the exact like bar. I'm not gonna lie. The creativity is crazy. <laughs> but this is just this is nuts. I wouldn't do this, bro. This, that's why they need to start restricting access to certain things for teams, bro. They should have access to oh. one of these things. Oh, okay. All right. Here go more. In addition to running. 
the whistleblower alleged that he witnessed the team participate in other hazing traditions in which freshmen were forced to strip naked and perform various acts, including bear crawling and slingshotting themselves across the floor with exercise bands. Uh, in a once-a-year tradition dubbed the car wash, the first player said uh, that some players would stand naked at the entrance of the, to the shower and spin around, forcing those entering the shower to basically rub up against their bare naked man. A rub against a bare naked man. Uh, upon entering the shower, the player alleged that the players set up a hole that they connected just <laughs> connected to the shower to spray people. <laughs> it's extremely painful, the player said. Jesus Christ. Oh, shit. The player also alleged that he witnessed and was forced to participate uh, in what he called a naked center quarterback exchange. What? Do I need to explain? What, no. What Fair, nah, nah, I think I think... <laughs> What this got to do with football, bro? I, that's the question I would ask if I was in that locker room. Like, like, hey, man, what this got to do with the plays, dog? Bro, this is this is some insane shit. I know, I know that nigga uh, Jerry Sandusky's like, man, this dude is a genius. <laughs> oh. He stole my whole flow, bro. Would have loved him. To, to play alongside this guy. <laughs> this, this is crazy. This is They're, crazy, dog. They alleged that the coach didn't know about it. Well, he said he didn't know about it. And when he first got suspended, it was because it was it was like, well, he didn't know. And then like two days later, they were like, well, we got to fire you because it's not what you don't know. It's what you were supposed to know. But no, nah, this was crazy. This has nothing to do with football. This is this is legit kids being fucking kids, I guess. Yeah. What else do you want to ask? Oh, so the kids was uh, doing this shit. Yeah, um, yeah, the players. They were doing it to each other. Oh, okay. Hey, well, hold on. You thought they were being summoned to do this? <laughs> yeah, I thought the coach was having hey, to do this shit. Yeah, hey, hey, booty car wash. Let them know. <laughs> After the Oklahoma drill and shit, all right, get some water, short water break, and then booty car wash. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, I thought. Okay, if it's the pl- then why did the coach get fired? Because he, he he's like, supposed to be diligent about that type of shit, man. Yeah, you can't you can't you can't have that type of activity going on and you not know about it. <laughs> yeah, you know and you then, know if a booty car wash going, going on. And <laughs> you, you have people forcing naked quarterback center exchanges. Oh, you man. should know about that. Oh yeah, you can't ignore the booty car wash. You should you, you gotta address that shit <laughs> as soon as it happens. But now I'm feeling a little bit different. I mean, if these kids, hey, living your truth, man. We seeing a lot of we seeing a lot of things come to light. Uh the Jalen Green situation, you know what I'm saying? Listen, if you if that's who you love, do that. You know, just find a different activity to show off that love. You know what I'm saying? I don't think it's appropriate on the um in the locker room. And you're subjecting other uh, dudes to uh, love what you love. That's a little weird. Yeah, I mean, we, we've seen this before. This ain't like it's new. Like, we've seen it in Hazen and stuff like that with niggas transferring egg yolk in, in each other's mouths and doing, like, slapping bare booty with, with shit. Like, so, <laughs> like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, you can't grunt with it. can't grunt after that. Uh, <laughs> I'm not, Wait, just, what? No, it's just man. When what? I, what? what? No, when, when I think about that yoke, I just I, I just think of devil activity, bro. Like that shit is like, <laughs> like that. That's some different type of stuff, right there. 
man. That video was jarring. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. That's why hazing, hazing legitimately will only, will probably only fly like in high school or college. Yeah, you can't have a job and you just transfer yoke in another nigga's mouth the oh previous morning or night. That shit's crazy. Oh. Oh, Jesus. That's why no disrespect. I, I just don't get the people that, uh, not the people, but the, the idea of pledging like when you got like a job like when you 30 or some shit like it's just like at that point bro at that know. point you're doing it for the network and all yeah and I, and I point, are you doing it for like the, the I guess the quote unquote correct reason that, that would be the correct reason most people want that network yeah yeah you're yeah. not doing it for like the campus clout and I, I don't think at 30 you getting spanked I, I think they just, it's more so uh, you got to talk to the right people. I don't know if they really hazing at 30. If you getting hazed at 30, you a sucker. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> Calm niggas suckers, man. <laughs> I don't know what else you want me to say, though. If you getting hazed at 30, though, you a sucker. <laughs> that nigga younger than you and shit. <laughs> that's right. It's some, it's some activity that's just unacceptable. At oh. at certain ages, yeah, yeah, man. I salute to all the Greeks, man. I, you know, I ain't got a problem with that shit. Some 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 of the some of the concepts I don't agree with, man. Like niggas talk to you in any type of way, you be like, "Wait, I'm cooler than this nigga, bro. What the fuck am I taking this from this nigga, dog?" <laughs> so, but I know, it, I'm certain it's harder on uh on like the football team because you you got, that's where you really like the hierarchy standard. Yeah. Like the upper class and really got more of a or so and they have a supportive voice over the, the underclass one. Yeah, but it, it's like some schools like I don't know, it just like that Greek life, you feel weird not being in it because like especially in smaller schools, you feel like they run the campus and shit. So you feel like if you're not in that shit, you just like out of the loop. Yeah, like you gotta you gotta fight harder for attention and shit. Like yeah, that. not even attention, just to f- feel like a sense of belonging and shit. Like you'll be at a party and it's like seventy five percent of the people strolling and you know ganged up. And you you out you got academics on or some shit, bro. And you really don't want to have to be like you don't want to get bumped out the way when motherfuckers want to start strolling in circles. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, I, I can see why niggas are joining. But I always feel like, man, it's more of us normal people than them. Like we can we can take them. Wanted to start the uh, Shit, nigga fight back <laughs> the war. Oh man, niggas never want to fight back. They just want to. Oh my bad, <laughs> my bad, big bro. He's, he's passing out flyers on campus. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna overtake this shit. <laughs> it begins now. It's step down. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fight back. <laughs> oh shit, man. Yeah, shout out to the Greeks, man, out there. My niggas. Uh where we at now, man? Um what's DDG on, man? Oh man. AKA uh, DD garbage. Whoa, hold on. Is that is is that his real name or are you being disrespectful? Nah, he changed Why his, his name uh, be Doodle Garbage. No, no, no. He actually changed his name on Spotify to Doodle Garbage. Man, I was uh, I'm I'm a I'm a I'm ignore that. But my, <laughs> but my man, but my man dropped an album uh, this week, and on one of the songs, he was pretty much, you know, talking about how he's a little insecure 
when his girlfriend is it her, 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 Wait, they're not together no more? They go together. No way. No, they still go together. It's Holly, right? I never know how to pronounce it, but I want to say it's Holly. Yeah, Holly. He he was talking about how he's like a little insecure when she when she does acting, like with, with the guys she works with on these movies, you know? He was saying... I think one of the lyrics was like, do you really be fucking them? Do you, do you be texting them after the scene and all that? And I saw him get a lot of backlash for that, and I don't understand why. You don't understand why? Yes, I don't understand. Like, one, he's 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 putting this into his art. He ain't, he ain't coming to us like, hey, guys, do y'all think Holly be cheating on me? Nah. He, he put it in a song. He's a rapper. That's what she's supposed to do. Okay, before you go on, don't say he put it into his art like this nigga fucking Kendrick Lamar. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not. I'm not okay. he's, he's a rapper. What do you mean? That's his art. Nah, I'm not, I'm not okay with you calling it his art. <laughs> Come on, man. That's that's what he does. He, he makes music. At this point, well, actually, I don't know. I, I feel like his YouTube presence is probably bigger than his music, maybe. But he's still, you know what I'm saying? He got some decent songs. That's not you're not wrong, but this wasn't one of them. Yeah, this song's cool. oh, this song is ass. <laughs> That's the first problem. But also, I don't understand how it's wrong for him to voice this if that's if that's how he feels. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I feel like that's something that a guy who hasn't dated an actress before would think about. Yeah, this is one of those situations. Like, I, I, I don't know if y'all ever had like a, a sibling or somebody date like a fuck nigga, and you just pray to God that like they don't have like permanent consequences from dating this fuck nigga. Like, this is what this is. So, so you're not in support of the DDG no. uh, Holly Union? No, not at all. That nigga, this, that nigga has no reason to be around her. I said that before this. <laughs> it's uh, I'm I'm in between because I really do like Holly. I, I, I do like her a lot. Mm. I'm the type of dude when I see like the whole world go in on a nigga, I, I, I feel like I gotta jump on his side. I feel like it's it's a little unnecessary because we don't know what he's really doing in the relationship. He might be the best guy. I know that's kind of hard to believe with all his antics it and is, shit. It is. <laughs> what he's doing like he's not being i feel like him putting it put putting this out there is just him just saying yo yeah i'm dealing with some insecurities you know what i'm saying but i'm here to work this out you know what i'm saying i i i mess with you i'm just letting you know what i go through what my mindset is you know what i'm saying before he drives himself crazy you can drive yourself crazy keeping that in I'm not saying that he's probably not. I mean, if he was a bad boyfriend to her, like she probably would have left him. But it just seems like he's just not a a a smart person. Just say it like that. <laughs> and it's just like, well, he has to be smart to get to where he's getting gotten to, like the way he markets himself or whatever. But it's just you, you like. I feel like we've all been in a position where you just know somebody is bad for somebody you love, and you just hope that they wake up and see it one day and mm. that's where I'm at with this situation okay this is <laughs> she needs to leave this nigga just off verse 2 alone <laughs> I've been saying? so insecure that I've been thinking you really be fucking niggas you in movies with that's fair no it's not <laughs> <laughs> who 
Hold on. I feel like that's a fair point. How? These people, all right, you got to think about it. She's around this dude all the time. When you're on a movie set, those are long hours. She was in a whole other country rehearsing over and over, kissing this dude, being attracted to him. They have to have good chemistry, man. Like, they can't just be uh, regular, regular friends. It's going to come off like that on camera. They have to, like, manufacture this chemistry. So in his mind, he's probably thinking like, shit, on a random night, who knows? Y'all might have did something. I don't think that's far off to believe. Hey, hey hold look. on. You, you can't. Go ahead. Doodoo garbage. She ain't fucking oh. these. She ain't fucking these <laughs> niggas she in movies with, bro. <laughs> Let's just get that established, dog. One, I, she's only, what, done one movie? Yes. Uh, so he, he only knows this one experience. She in a couple purple too later on in the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she got the color. Okay, okay, so she she he's been around for a couple movies. I don't understand. If I'm her, you know I'm an actor. Mm-hmm. Why you yeah. can't uh, you there's certain shit that you just can't like you have to know comes with me having a job as an actor. <laughs> that nigga you can't tell about, lost his mind. You can't tell about I'm insecure. <laughs> I be thinking you fucking niggas you in movies with. <laughs> Then, then in the verse, he drops down to it's a couple things about your job I want to know. When you shoot movies, when you shoot your movie, do these niggas turn you on? When you leave the set, do y'all still text each other's phone? Just because they filmed it doesn't mean it ain't wrong. Where's the rhymes in there? <laughs> None of that rhymed. <laughs> Hey, hey, when you spin about insecurity, you just get some shit. <laughs> you don't care about the rhyme scheme at all. Here's the thing. The beat wasn't for rhyming either. He just, he just is in pain. Oh, I don't know, man. Like, I, I I understand where he coming from. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could, I could get how he could feel a certain way. As long as he's not getting crazy with it, I feel like now, voicing is it is fine. <laughs> he shot a video. <laughs> he shot a video. Ah, I don't. I, I would hope that uh, Holly, uh, you know, knew about this before. That's that's all I can hope. We don't know for sure, but but that's what I'm hoping for. And I hope not. That's what made me think they were broken. No, you can't. You can't hear this and be like, "Yeah, put that out," because this was ass. Yeah, and I'm told that the correct pronunciation of her name is Hallie. Is Hallie? Okay, yeah, Hallie. Yeah. What? And he was and fans all on my penis. Like that's not <laughs> too much stress. Don't need it. Like fans if you see me, tw- don't read it. I swear I'll delete it. Hey, Sometimes I feel so defeated. <laughs> Broken hearts repeated. <laughs> Said I love you. Did you mean it? <laughs> Why don't I believe it? Hey, watch he's got him sounding like a Daniel Jones. Yeah, right. Hello, kind of high. That's just sounded kind of high. But uh, yeah, I, like I said, I don't hate him personally. I just think it's not a good look for her. It's like one of those hanger on type niggas, man. Yeah, he and he cannot be a bad dude either. He could just be a goofy. Yeah. Goofy come in all ways, shapes, and forms. He could just be a goofy. Like he's a like this he, DDG has Meek Mill tendencies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that's a, that's a good comparison. You do be wilding sometimes. Oh, like Kai, it's not, not even just wild. It's just like clucking. Yeah, or like Kai. Like I, I fuck with Kai as a person, like as a, a, a internet personality. But <laughs> would I want my daughter to date Kai? Hell no. Nah. I don't know. That's not happening. You see what I'm saying? So it's just one of those situations. Um, man, this this Emmy writer strike, man, this shit got me watching all types of shit. Just bro, I was watching like fucking people write love letters to the like people that they loved on YouTube and shit, bro. Like I just don't know what to watch at this point. What? Yeah, bro. love letters to people. Hey. <laughs> bro, I've been watching. All types <laughs> What's of happening? Shit. So it's like a they they set up like a little table <laughs> in a park. And they tell the people to write like a love letter to somebody that they like love the most that they're not with or whatever. And these people write it and then they could either mail it to them or uh, just leave it for somebody to read and shit like that. That's how bad it is out here, man. And I'm watching that type of shit, Joe. Uh, it's, 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 it seems like it's gone to a level that hasn't been in a while. So I, don't, I don't know how this is going to work out. The early COVID TV was nasty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I remember them days. For those who don't know, the so the writers been on strike for a little while now, maybe two, three months now. Um, I've been seeing some of the demands, and somebody broke it down, and it kind of made sense. Like they're looking for a minimum amount of time for a writers' room, um, because like writers' rooms can now with like AI and different <laughs> little factors that they can bring in, they're making writers' rooms shorter and shorter. So. They'll make a writer's room like a month or two. And then because they might have an exclusive contract with that show, like on Netflix or whatever, they can't get employed anywhere else um, mm-hmm. while they're not, you know, writing for that show. And then they don't get paid. They just get their residuals, which might be like thirty four dollars, seventy five hundred dollars or whatever um, while they're not in a writer's room. So they're trying to make it where they're employed for most of the year. So 40 weeks out of the year, 50 weeks out of the year. Or whatever it may be. And so that can make up for if I have an exclusive contract with a show or whatever it is. So that's like gotcha. one of the big issues. I think it's it's a number of issues dealing with like AI and studios and things like that. Um, but this week the the actors went on strike as well. So it's not looking good for entertainment right now, man. Yeah, dude. Honestly, man, AI can, can write a lot of shit. <laughs> I wanna I wanna see how that goes. Because honestly, you can just put some shit in AI just and they'll give you the draft and you can just, I don't know, add a little funny tidbits to it and damn near you got an episode. Yeah. I just, don't you think that's taking a feeling out of entertainment now? Yeah. No, yeah, huh? no, for sure. But the thing is, the scary thing is, what if we can't tell? That's real. Because <sighs> it's like, with shows that like a really... Uh, have like cultural pieces into them. Like you couldn't, or do you think they could have AI'd like Insecure? That's what came to mind. Like, I don't know why that came to mind initially. Like Insecure, could that be AI? And I don't think it could. Uh, I think some of it could. Uh, of course, not the, probably not the jokes. Yeah, that's what, I mean, it's so the, many cultural references and things like that yeah. that a computer just can't get, no matter how much Information is data mining. And would AI would have put semen in the East Ray's eye? I think AI might have gave a. 
<laughs> insecure was it's a wild. Honestly, well, if you think about insecurity, I feel like AI can put that shit together. You know I, I guess I guess we really don't know what AI can do, so it's kind of weird. Hey, Chad GBT, give me a give me a show about niggas in Cali. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they're broke and, and when one of the niggas ain't shit and they cheat a lot. <laughs> they don't draft it up, man. All right, we might get a semen to die. <laughs> He working Best Buy. <laughs> I just saw a tweet that said, uh, "I miss when AI only meant Allen Iverson." Hey, man. Yeah, it's it's AI is weird because it's cool to play with, but obviously I don't want it to replace jobs and shit. Like it's it's limitations because we have to use it for work too, but just to like do like little basic stuff like expanding backgrounds and things like that. Um, yeah. but when we have to put like intricate stuff in there, like put a human there or put something there, it doesn't work. So I think it's the same thing for scripts and things like that. It's not going to work. It's going to be limitations to this shit. Mm. And unless you like Tyler Perry, who like writes his all, all his own shit, where he can go in and like kind of fill in the gaps, like where are you going to fill in those gaps? Where are you going to get the, like resolve those limitations? Yeah. Uh, unless you get random. Can you get random motherfuckers off the street and be like, hey, do y'all want to start writing? Or is that against the rules? Would they be technically a writer? They would be. They, what do you What do you call when you cross the line? The crabs. What is uh, uh, oh. when you cross the picket line? <laughs> kind of game are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it's, something, it's, it's something when you like when you cross the picket line. It's like a term for a person who crosses scab or something like that. I don't know. It might be a scab. But that that sounds familiar. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. But yeah, that would be that for like them or like if you if they started pulling off like YouTube movie actors. Mm. Like I feel like you have to be careful because if you cross it and decide you want to provide for, like if you are potentially up and coming, this could be a great time for your opportunity. But at the same time, it could hinder you in the long term. I guess mm. if it's found yeah. out that you were like crossing a line to try to get them out of here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's real. So, what what do y'all see the future going? Do you, do y'all feel like there's gonna be a long thing? Do y'all feel like? You know they're gonna resolve this. So, nah, I saw that they wanted to do it. It was probably gonna be long because they were going to. They were talking about, I guess, whoever, uh, not the writers, the, the studios, were just gonna wait it out until like the people at the Writers Guild and and all were basically about to lose their homes and apartments. It's something I saw on, on Twitter. Yeah. Did, you, did you see what Ron Perlman said? Yeah, <laughs> he was like, he was like, "Hey, be very careful about." Uh, I, I know who said that about uh, us losing our homes. We know where you live. <laughs> I'm like, hold on, bro. <laughs> like, don't turn this into that. This is this might get crazy. They're trying turn to spin the blood, boy, bro. <laughs> Shout out to Ron Perlman, man. Uh, sons of Anarchy legend. Um, this this was not in this, but in the room of realm of movies, I did see who was this? Uh, what's Adam? Adam, what's the comedian name? Adam Devine, is that his name? Yeah, I saw I saw a clip of him on that Theo Vaughn podcast, and he was talking about how they don't make like comedy movies anymore. All the movies have to be based like around action. Like, we when was the last time we have really? I guess in a while, gotten like a strictly comedy film like super bad stepbrothers like that was like a specific time but i don't think we've had anything like 
in the inner room. I went to go see that um that uh what's mm, the blackening? I did see the blackening too, but the movie with that white woman, um, Jennifer Lawrence. Oh yeah, I know. Um, fuck, what's the name? When of she that? was dating that little kid, like nineteen. Yeah. Year. Um, yeah. but well, I went to go see that, and that was all right. You said what? Yeah. Oh, he was about to go to college or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So I went to go see that, and it was all right. It wasn't bad. Um, but also with that, it, it another scandal popped up. Like people were complaining that she was dating a nineteen year old, and so it's just like. It's kind of harder to make comedies nowadays, and I don't want to be that guy where people are too sensitive or some shit. But yeah, like, be, be that guy. It, it was like it's a comedy, like it's a it's fake, it's a movie. And she was thirty one dating a nineteen year. I don't know, man. I don't want to get into specifics or the the nuances in that, but it was for like that. That's what the the comedy of the situation was, man. Yeah, to be goofy and lighthearted yeah. and all that. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it, man. You woke motherfuckers ruined it. You ruined comedy. Straight up. Y'all overdid it, and now look at us. We ain't got nothing. Any any comedy is either, uh, like C said, action, or it has to be like this extra indie shit that has to involve some type of drama, so it's not even really a comedy. Like, the word comedy is used so loosely, I don't even know what the hell it is anymore. You can have a drama that was like, it's a dark comedy. Like, nigga, I ain't laugh once in this shit. Shit is sad. Or, or, you, or you laugh at the part you're not supposed to. Yeah, like, yo, what's going on? But yeah, y'all, y'all just complain about every single thing 24-7 that is it's no point. What, what's, the, what's the point of even taking risks or even trying to be funny when you're just going to be criticized for it within 24 hours? Yeah, I can't fuck y'all. I can't remember. God damn, all right. <laughs> well, I, can't, I can't remember. This nigga is the fucking savior of comedy, bro. <laughs> oh man, nigga, that, that pisses me off, man. <laughs> Niggas, I used to like. I feel like comedy was my favorite genre of movies, but I, I can't even find that anymore. Like that's dead. Yeah, I'm Not trying to think what the last great one I saw. The last good one I saw was Emergency. That that was pretty good. I don't know if niggas saw that shit, but. I think that that came out 2022. So yeah, but yeah, you're right. I mean, it's it's not a, like we used to get fed pause with comedy, like with the Hangovers, the Super Bats, the Step Brothers, Step Brothers, like niggas, mm-hmm. Talladega Nights, all that shit. But now it's, that shit doesn't exist. Yeah. So, what's the name it's was Jason? Too you people was I. Right. That wasn't a comedy, though. That was a comedy. Was it? <laughs> yeah, that it was. was. It was. Well, I guess that's the kind of what Donut's point is. Like, that was... Like, that's, that was a comedy, but it didn't feel like a comedy. It had seriousness in it. I mean, all, all of what's the name? Like, you think about, like, Knocked Up. Knocked Up is a comedy, but it has serious moments, like, with, like it's sobering moments, where it's just like, oh, damn, this is kind of sad or this is real life happening yeah but i feel like it's different when you try to bring race into it i'm not i'm not necessarily mad at race because i I feel like that's gonna you have yeah you have to throw that in there but you gotta make a good comedy off the race yeah and yeah and i feel like that's where you people it it just wasn't it just wasn't that good it was cool but 
But I, I didn't, you know, I don't think I laughed too much at it. I, w- I wasn't mad at it, actually, the first when I watched it, but I don't know. I feel like we're still missing this, man. Yeah, that's, that's sweet. Um, but if you want some comedy, man, watch Stephen A. Smith's show, bro. Like, oh. That nigga is wild. I know we talked about it a little bit last week, but that nigga is truly wilding on that show, bro. His fan do show? The YouTube fan do show? Yeah. When he tells that nigga to beat off for 11 minutes, I was just like, fam, they can't, ESPN and Disney cannot be watching the show. Uh, Wait, he said that? Yes. Yeah. There, he, there was, he, somebody called in and was like, yeah, something, 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 like tell them about this. Every, all these women want uh, 45 minutes of sex. Tell them that 11 minutes is good enough. Something along those lines. And Stephen A. Smith was like, you should be embarrassed of yourself. 11 minutes 11 minutes you should just go beat yourself for 11 minutes <laughs> yeah. I was like what it's, it's, alright so what's his show like what's the layout to his show is he just like is, is he just taking calls saying whatever like does he have any topics that he wants to go through he has like his main topics and then he has people call in and ask questions <laughs> like how do you get to the uh Vanessa Hudgens uh thing? Yo, like, what, that's the that's the thing. There are random things you you will have no clue. Like you would think he should never talk about this, and then it just like shows up on Twitter with a thread and a photo next to it. I love what I see. <laughs> <laughs> they had they, someone was like, name off your top five most beautiful women. He was like, Oh, you know, I love Beyonce. Uh <laughs> I'm a fan. Uh, J Lo, J Lo, give me some J Lo. <laughs> why, why is this happening? Yeah. Why is nobody monitoring and mediating this? Then he was talking about like what's the best movies to put on. Somebody called in and was like, what's the best movies to put on for a movie? Uh, you know, a movie night, Netflix and chill night. He was like loving basketball. What the? I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Not throwing on no loving basketball with no women. <laughs> That's for sure. Stephen A. Smith go to. <laughs> Let me throw this all real. Nah, you just like to wait until the end. You see him on the side, that's how I'm going to support you. <laughs> oh, man. No, I got to watch this shit now. Nah, he be wilding on there, man. Shout out to Stephen A, though, man. We got to get him on the show. That's how we know we really know we got Stephen A. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I got questions. How y'all feel about Larsa Pippen dating um Marcus Marcus Jordan? Yeah, mm-hmm. have we talked about this before? Probably. Uh, I don't know, but she's she's dusty, bro. Like she's this is. I don't, I don't know why Marcus is doing this. Do you blame yeah. Marcus or do you blame Larsa more? Like, where's the blame percentage? I blame both. It's equal. He's not just a young nigga looking for. You know what the next word is? Looking for looking for what? Sex or you know, decent woman, I guess. I don't know if Lars is decent, but no. you know what I mean. Bro, no, she's she's not even like a cougar at this point. You you seen like those like this like this uh animal planet docs where like they got like the wounded tiger or the <laughs> the wounded lion that's like old and can like barely fend off the hyenas. She wanted out. Yeah, bro. He, you know, I, this this makes no sense. I understand why and for her to say she's traumatized because Michael Jordan said I don't like it, it's goofy to me. Yeah, like she's using you for content. She's using you to stay on these reality shows. 
and you know that. You're Marcus Jordan, man. You can, like, off the name alone, you can get you some solid work. You don't need to be messing with Larsa Pippen, bro. You ain't gonna get you no Lori Harvey, but you can find hey, you a nice, wholesome yeah, woman. Uh. Yeah. Oh, you Marcus Jordan, man. Yeah, you shouldn't be doing this. There's, there's no reason he should be doing this. Yeah. Yeah, I I put more of the blame on her because she's older. I normally tend to blame older people a little bit more because they should know better. Like she's what forty in her upper forties, maybe. She got yeah, like fifty five, but he's not like a kid kid either. Yeah, then they go like our age. Lars ain't no damn fifty five. Oh, cause she's what forty nine. She got to be in her forties, bro. Oh yeah, she's forty nine. My, my bad, my bad, Larsa. Yeah, that's crazy. If she's fifty five, <laughs> uh, but oh. Uh, yeah, I, it's just sick, man. Like to to imagine like her being at like this nigga's birthday parties when he was little, and now dating this mm-hmm. nigga, it's real pedophile type mm-hmm. shit. You sick in the head? Mm-hmm. Actually, oh uh, okay, that kind of makes. Even if they, even if y'all weren't cool, like even if they weren't like buddy buddy type shit, her like um, uh, MJ and Scotty during that time, like you still were. Oh, you seen me as a child? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What, what what do you want from me? Do do y'all have anybody like that? Have y'all what? seen <laughs> like pedophiles that we know? No, <laughs> no, no. <laughs> do y'all have anybody that like y'all y'all known since y'all was kids? Like they was grown when when you were when you were kids, and I'm not saying like a young kid, like seven or eight, but maybe you were like I don't know. 12, 13, and you're like, damn, they're they decent. And then, what are you asking us, bro? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. What are you asking? <laughs> Let me land. <laughs> is is and, and now you're older and you see them and they still look pretty good. Do y'all have anybody like that? I'm not answering that. Man, what are you talking about, bro? <laughs> like, all right, say you have a um uh, one of your parents has uh, friends. They have friends that you've known for years, and you were like, they always look good, and they still look good till this day. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I'm just unclear on what you asked. So I don't know if I want to answer, bro. <laughs> no, I know, what, I know, I know what you're asking. I know what you're asking. And the question, I don't know. Even if my answer was yes, I think yes. it's still a difference between acknowledging that yo. You're this years old and you still look good and saying, I want to be with you. Oh, so you saying when we were 13? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's that what I'm saying. Sense. I was like, bro, what are you asking me? Right it's, now? It, it, I got nervous because it, in a way it sounded like you were asking, do we know any older any older people who like seen us now and like I knew you at 13 or wanted <laughs> us at 13? It sounded real, it sounded real pedophile. I'm no, no. Chris Hansen. No, just somebody that I don't know. You might have—I don't want to say a crush, but you—you you were like, all right, they—they they look good, and they've been around you when you were young and they were older, and they still look good now. Maybe somebody could be like, damn, I've always thought this person looked good. I'm old enough now. Maybe I should shoot my shot. Maybe it's—maybe it's more enticing than you know the average. Woman, I mean, some some fine mamas, you know, you know how that go. But you know, I, mean, mm-hmm. I feel like they don't even go to that level of wanting to date that mo- they mama. It's just like the the hood. Thing, <laughs> like, oh, what's my mama look good? 
And here's the thing. I feel like there are more, even if that was were the case, there are more women of that age who, if you tried, would say no. Oh, yeah, 100%. This, she is over here just falling forward and loving it and eating it up, or she's probably initiating it because she's a little sicko. Yeah, and, and that's why I can't really, like, I, I put blame on Marcus, but I'm trying to put myself in that scenario. I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't wife him like he's doing, but if I had a slight, you know, crush on someone from 13 and I see them older and I'm older now and they, you know what I'm saying, trying to talk to me, I might entertain that a little. Yeah, but they still look good. Yeah, but I probably wouldn't. It's like a way. Like, what are you doing it for? <laughs> just it's like a career goal. It's like one of those, uh, <laughs> like those two K achievements and shit. Nah, I feel like this for him. It, it's gonna make him. It's gonna put smut on his name. I ain't gonna lie to you. Yeah, he look wild doing he, this, man. He a little smutty now. Because this isn't gonna. Cold. This isn't gonna last forever. So he's gonna have to get back out into the regular streets. Yeah, and they're gonna look at him different. They I mean, they already, and yeah, they already are. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He pulling her out like blowing hookah smoke in her chest. Like she don't even know about this type of lifestyle. Like she used to like that '90s shit. You know, drinking fucking <laughs> what was they drinking? Like Incredible Hulk's back in the '90s and shit. Yeah, like, yeah, that's the hypnotic. They got back in the day, but shit. That man. video in itself was weird looking too. I, I don't. I felt uncomfortable watching. Yeah. About hookah smoke in her chest. Yeah, that's nasty, man. But it is what it is, man. Elliot Wilson is um he's been acting like a real bitch lately. God damn. Um yeah, no, dead ass. Uh he he's been um posting some weird things. Uh I think it was damn, I'm trying to remember who was having the conversation. Oh, it was Little Baby and Rilo. Um they were like interviewing each other. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, so um and it was just, you know, asking that who's their goat. Whatever, like, you know, go uh, rapper. Um, and one, one of the questions was, who is your goat? Uh, I think it was like rap media, personality, media, media personality. And um, Rilo says Sway. And then I guess Elliot, you know, retweeted it with some hate, like, oh, oh I'm, I took that personally. Like, he's, he's the god of media personalities. And then... He made a, a, a comment about the interviews that Drake has been doing. Um, Drake has a new interview coming out with a TikTok star. I don't believe, uh, I can't think of her name. Bobby, Bobby uh, Athoff. Okay. And Drake is uh, doing an interview with her. And Elliot came out and he said, hey, all the Drake interviews after me have been uh, a funny pile of mid. Who does Elliot Wilson think he is? Well, the thing have, is, we know who Elliot Wilson thinks he is. Have y'all ever... Do y'all have a favorite <laughs> Elliot Wilson interview? <laughs> no. I, I feel like that's impossible because his laugh is just kind of like menacing. Like, bro, nobody looks forward to an Elliot Wilson interview. And, and the craziest thing is... He's talking as if he really gets spicy in his interviews. His interviews are the most boring pieces of shit that you will ever watch. It's cookie cutter. He doesn't ask any real questions. Fam, you are not that guy. You are not. Get over yourself, bro. And I, I don't like old ass 
uh, washed up motherfuckers that's hating on the new generation. Like this, I, I'm not familiar with this TikTok star, but let her get her shit off. This is a Drake interview. This is her moment. Well, why are you trying to ruin her moment? Because nobody wants to come to you anymore. Nobody wants to tune in for your boring ass interviews. I don't like that. I feel you. Um, I, first of all, I want to say Elliot Wilson reminds me of Leprechaun in the Hood. Um, second of all, I, I want to say that uh, Shorty Bobby Athoff or whatever her name is. Uh, she, her interviews are kind of funny. Like she has like a weird like comedy style, like a dry humor type thing. She she had that interview with uh Funny Marco. That's been making you know circulating around and shit like that, mm. and it was pretty good. Um, but that was the first one I've seen of her. But I think the Drake one is gonna be funny from the clip I saw. I think they both really have that. You know, Drake knows how to play off that type of style. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I'm not a big Elliot Wilson. I've never been a big Elliot Wilson fan. I like Zane Lowe interviews more than Elliot Wilson. So yeah, I think Elliot Wilson lot. has like connections that he doesn't want to ruin, so he doesn't really get into like gossip and stuff like that, which mm-hmm. I can understand. But I mean, that doesn't make for a good interview. Well, he's also more of a journalist, also. Yeah, but I mean, with rap, like it's hard to be a pure journalist, like. Um, especially with the social media and yeah, all that. Yeah, like and have people tune in. Like people want to see like captivating content. Like and it's good if you have somebody that can balance your mess. Like Nadeska is a pure music journalist and, and great at her job, but she needed like a uh act and a Joe to give her like that yin and that yang to make it you know compelling TV. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not the biggest Elliot Wilson fan, but it is what it is. Yeah, get out of here, bro. I don't want to hear you. Get uh, rap radar. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> man, they hit Shine with a Rico, man. Or is it Shine or Sheen? How do you pronounce that shit? Sheen. Sheen. All right. Niggas bought some clothes off Sheen. No, nah, I've looked, but I don't know. Yeah. They, honestly, they have too much stuff for me to feel comfortable buying anything. I bought a polo and that shit evaporated on my chest, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, honestly, I, I believe it. I believe once you like, you, it was probably hot and you started sweating a little bit and it was like a, <laughs> it just kind of melted away. Yeah, bro, that shit. Them clothes be cheap as hell, man. But they do have good jeans, like those little sites like Fashion Nova, Boohoo Man, and uh, Sheen. Like they do have <laughs> good jeans, like cheap jeans. But other than that, like if you're not buying jeans, you can, you know, you can cancel it, bro. I don't I don't know if they do this on a regular, but I went to their site after that Rico and they had like 90% off. Is that a, is that a usual thing? No, nah, bro. They trying to wrap you in. You're gonna be like gunner, bro. No. They do they do say I have seen they always have like a like a promo code. They so they might have like uh 90% off with the promo code feds. <laughs> Ten years oh, man. Is- <laughs> uh I did also I think I seen um was it them? Some I was on a, like a BuzzFeed article. Some girl tried to like do like a. She went over there and got a tour of their facility and was like making it seem like it was so amazing. And if it's not like a, a sweatshop. Yeah, it's definitely. A and they got on her about. Yeah. But no, they sell too much shit for me to even feel, be able to trust that whatever they selling. Yeah, I think they got wrapped up and uh, I think the Rico has to do like copyright infringement and shit like that. So. Um, I don't know if it deals with like child labor and all that, but 
Y'all better order where y'all can, man. Get y'all clothing right now because they got home goods too. Damn, I know that. Stop it. They sell everything. Yeah. Man, they doing it. Would you buy some uh you buy some cologne from there? Shink? Yeah. <laughs> no. No, but well, I can uh, tell you what I just did buy. I bought a uh, condom carrying uh case. And I didn't know it was gonna be so useful, G. Cause you never think about it until you think about it. Like, oh my god! Oh my! What are we doing? What are we doing? Did you say a condom carrying case? Yes. Look on Amazon. It's like twenty. I don't know. I don't want that a in my CCC? Amazon. I don't want that in my Amazon. <laughs> no, dead ass, bro. Get one. Like you, you so you. Well, it's kind of hard asking y'all because y'all been in long term relationships, uh, <laughs> but. Like for all my niggas that have to use condoms. Wait, so, so how are you gonna utilize this? Like I know how, but like, what? are you gonna hide the fact that you have this carrying case on you, bro? Small. It's like the size of a condom. I know, I know, but you still have to like pull it out of your pocket at some point, right? Yeah, I'm gonna have to pull it out of my pocket anyway. You wanted me to pull it out of my wallet, or you want me to pull it out of the carrying case? Oh, this I feel is, like a uh, see that's hard. I feel like a wallet is like all right, it's just in my wallet. A carrying case is like. I was prepared, or I'm just a nigga who always walks around with a condoms, condoms in a carrying case in my pocket. Nah, you gotta pull it out when you know. Uh, and this is why, this is why, well, this is one of the several reasons I, I don't mess with condoms. It's just that that uh, the pulling it out part is always weird to me because I feel like there's no smooth way to do it. I feel like it's easier if you. This is where like having a bag helps. If you have like some type of bag on you, crossbody, whatever, little, little little tote, you can always store it in there and you good. Then it's not like weird. It's like, oh, okay, just keep it in this little duffel. I mean, if you don't not look weird. at it as a condom carrying case, then it is not weird. It's just a, a little compartment you have for condoms. No, but here's the thing. If I carry like a case with like the gum in it, then it's cool. But it's if it's, it's but you can always walk around with some gum and need it. But I yeah. Always just reaching on the counter, like, oh, can't forget this. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. So that's the thing, too. So for the condom carrying case, do you carry it everywhere you go? No, you just carry it out when you, you know you got a date that night or you hanging out in clubs. You never know what might happen. That type of shit. Yo, I I remember, and this was this was a while ago, but I thought I was jinxing myself every time I would carry a condom. Because it seemed like every time I carried the condom, nothing would happen. But when <laughs> I didn't carry the condom, some shit would happen. That's so the- I, started, I was like, it was getting into my head so much that I was like, you know what? I'm not bringing the condom. Let's see what happens. <laughs> because usually when I bring it, it don't happen. But yeah, that's the thing, though. It seemed like anytime I need one, I don't have one. Mm-hmm. And it, that didn't fucked up some nights. So I'm like, and then like my wallet... I didn't tell y'all some stories about like I, I've been at a fucking roller skating rink and I just had them loose in my pants and I felt no it was actually in my jean jacket 
and I fell, and them shits was about to fall out of my jacket, bro. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, listen, you a sick nigga for putting them in your jean jacket. What's secure? What did you have a secure pocket on this jean jacket? No, it's my BBC jean jacket. Oh, yeah, you were sick for that thing. You deserved that. You can't be putting loose condoms in a jean jacket. <laughs> like, bro, you on roller skating. If, like, I almost fell too, and like, they, bro. Like, I'm not gonna lie. That, that sounds like you was trying to bring back old school comedy. Because to go to a local league, with costumes in a jean jacket and you trying to glide like you usher them things just gonna fall out and hit the ground like you sonic (laughs) yo so that's what I'm saying it's a necessity and then I I tried to do my car but it get too hot out here I remember I had to use one before and that shit was bone dry bro that's why you need a get a bag yeah, I think a bag. Get a bag. No, bro, I already ordered the case, so I'm sorry. No, no, you can keep the case, but put it in the bag. But get a bag. Hey, hey, I, I see how I feel, but yeah. And we'll see what this case is I'm, for. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at some. They they got some they got some fancy joints. This one on Amazon, they got a picture of a dude uh, discreetly putting it in his suit jacket. <laughs> I told you, man, it's kind of fly, bro. You imagine taking that shit out, you know, just ripping one out. It's like fancy type shit, bro. Okay, this, this, this I Googled it. This looks kind of like an AirPod case. Yeah, it, it don't look that crazy to pull out of your, you know, if you pull out your uh, pockets. That's like, I think this kind of fly. Of, I, think, I think it's just the fact of like walking around with it. Hey, bro. Like I said, it's like, you know, I'll be at like fucking Whataburger and have some in my wallet and they'll pop out of my wallet. I look crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why I was like, bro, this is a necessity at this point, dog. So I'm just trying to put niggas mm-hmm. on, man. Have niggas get some fly shit. You gonna you gotta get you gonna get a monogrammed one? No, I got the uh it's like a little silver one. I don't know how to describe it, but yeah, it's like the silver one. I don't know if y'all looking at them, but it's a silver one. Looks like an Altoy case. Yeah, they only got five left in case niggas trying to get on point. <laughs> <laughs> Rush now. <laughs> hurry, hurry up and get that shit. Uh what's going on with these strange TikTok lives, bro? I think about I the girl who was uh, okay, bro, you know. That girl is the weirdest motherfucker. At, mm, thank you. Mm, what, what should we say? Oh no, uh ice cream. Lick lick yeah. <laughs> uh, it, it has it has something to do with emojis, I think. Bro, she be like, ice cream so good. Gang gang. Ice cream so good. Gang gang. Balloon. Ooh, thank you, Darnell. Got me feeling like a queen. <laughs> so it's 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 getting scary. What's going on, man? Like what what people like? Uh, I'm nervous for this generation, dog. And I looked into it because I was like, bro, what what the fuck is she doing? First of all, but I guess the the little gifts or whatever on TikTok cost money, and like. I guess when you give somebody a gift, you're gifting the money. It's pretty much like Twitch. You know how people can like donate money or whatever, or give mm-hmm. send you bread. Um, yeah, it's and I, I looked up the prices and stuff like that. It's like you, you could buy packs. Some of them like one twenty nine. Some of them are different prices. But they said she can make like twelve thousand dollars a day doing that goofy ass shit. Mm-hmm. I mean. 
Oh, this this is scary, man. Because I can just imagine that these are just kids doing this, man. I can't picture no grown man buying ice cream emojis and sending them over to her constantly. Like, that's insane. No, it's some weird grown niggas on there doing that shit. I'm interested to find out how they find this entertaining. Like, the the people who watch it and... I don't who see it, who watch it and send it to them. I need to know how and why they find this entertaining. They said it's a NPC fetish. So it's like watching a... You ever, like, go on GTA and just, like, people watch, like, the non-playable characters? Like, that's what they say the people that tune in to this type of stuff have, like, a fetish for. Weird. I, you know what? Do, do what y'all want, man. Yeah. I'm judging y'all, but I'm not gonna say it on here. <laughs> yeah, it's cool to judge. No, I've seen some wild ass IG lives. Like it's I don't know if y'all seen like that Pakistani man who be like with his dying son on there. What? Y'all never seen that nigga? No. No. Nah, he pop up on my shit all the time. Pause. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, him, it's this one like random white lady that be dancing in like Boosie and shit. She pop up on my feed all the time. Uh, it's wait, wait, hold on. So, what is this dude doing with his son? He's he's just on there talking. He's like crying, like help, help. Oh, that type oh of shit. God. And people like sending him gifts to help him out. You sent you sent me a video of a, a word, you you sent the video of a dude who said he was gonna cry for a thousand hours or something like that. Yeah, it's a dude trying to cry for a hundred straight hours. I think you die after a while, right? Fan, there's no way you could do that. Yeah, I remember crying after a whooping and I cried for like 10 minutes. My head is fucking banging. (laughs) (laughs) So I know this thing can't cry for 100 hours, bro. Honestly, the video I saw was only like 45 seconds. He looked like he was getting tired already. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what did I get myself into? (laughs) He just started doing the the random lip (laughs) clover. I ain't gonna lie, that's some struggling moments. I could have cried for a hundred hours. Damn near a hundred nights. <laughs> Man. But yeah, I don't know, bro. Oh yeah, I wanted to ask y'all. Um would you guys ever do a joint account? Could you guys see that ever happening? Yes. So you would uh, I mean no, I would make sense in at least for one reason. Okay. So how would you go about that? What a, are you guys equally putting the same amount of money into that joint account? Well, it depends on what the account is. On what's it for first? Okay. Because if it's like just for bills, then we just there should be a known of what the bills are going to be for that month, and it just automatically goes in there and just pull from that account. Okay. Or you talking about like for savings? Yeah, like say you did a savings joint account. Um, I think that has to go off of percentages, I guess. Like actual take-home percentages. So would you want the same amount from each partner put in there? Or you would just want, all right, 10% from how much you make, 10% from how much the other person makes? It, It would depend on how much we want to save in that account per month. So if it's like, all right, we want to make sure we got, I don't know, at least a thousand here. I'm just throwing out a number. Then you just break that that a thousand down based on percentages 
So whoever has the mo- the least amount of take home puts in whatever that lower amount is. Cause that way you kind of have a better understanding of, uh, I guess how much wiggle room you got to actually put in there. Mm. You don't want to like, like deplete somebody fun saying match me in here. And it's like, it's going <laughs> to fuck them up. So how often are y'all looking at that account? I think that's just uh, a, it. Probably shouldn't be ever, right? Yeah, that's just a. I'm, I'm trying to find a word, but it like a utility. That's 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 just a, yeah. That's like an auto pay. That's that's if some come up, you want to maybe splurge on a trip or something. That's supposed to be one of the ones where you got the you, the money flows into it, but you don't look at it. All right, so so what you doing if it's uh, <laughs> say it's like five years later, ten years later, you realize they haven't been <laughs> contributing shit. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do now? You, you you haven't been looking at it. You just been assuming like, hey, we we got this on auto pay. This shit. Okay. okay. <laughs> the money is the money still all there? Yeah, all the money that you put in. Oh, then I'm just taking my money off, and then we can talk about it. <laughs> you take your money. Wait, that's your joint account. So you're gonna take the money out and put it. If, in your if, account. We, if we if we if we were both supposed to be putting money in there for five years and you went and put a cent. I'm not giving you access to that money. I'm gonna take my money out and then we're gonna talk about it. Just imagine that you know how like Chase be listed in the fucking deposits and just say Brandon Nicholson over and over again. Like, what the fuck? Like, hold on now. You ain't contributing shit. See, and that's the thing, like I feel like with joint accounts, you gotta monitor that joint, man. Like you you gotta make sure. Cause what if like you assuming the other person's doing uh, their part, and you're not really gonna ask them about it. Like, like hey, <laughs> did your uh, auto? You, you still got yeah. that auto pay, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. As long as the money is there, I'm cool. Like, if you, if I, if I, it's only been mean. It's not where it's supposed to be at. Then it's really gonna be a problem. But if it's all there, I can just keep my money, and you just not gonna get none of it. Now I'm a. Yeah, I feel like joint accounts come at the point where the the trust is there. Like you, you don't really have to worry about them not contributing or doing, like the trust is normally there, like a marriage or deep into a relationship or something like that. So, I, it's one of those things that if you don't trust your partner, yeah, it's, it's probably won't be best for y'all to get a, a joint account. But if you trust your partner, like you, you know, they're not gonna fuck with it. So, would you ever do a joint account for just like spending, like? You guys just have an account together and you guys use it to for personal things. Mm. I will, but that's a little it would it would it would it would depend. There would there would need to be some type of guard rails and guidelines, I think. Because I know myself as well, too. And I know I I'll find out the deal like on a Mac or some shit. <laughs> that's why I'm getting chastised when I get home, bro. <laughs> So. I think that's the that's the one thing I'd be like a little bit nervous about just like copping something and then like damn I gotta hear it from the wife today. That's also difficult because you're not like yeah if one person is splurging a little bit more and the other person isn't, and I'm just like putting the money into like I'm not really seeing nothing from that. You just 
I don't know how you I don't know how you figure that out. That's that seems more difficult <laughs> to to regulate. Yeah, because yeah, I'm the type I'm going to be checking that account all the time. And if I see you, you know, using the joint account while you getting drinks with your girls, I might feel away. You're not even gonna check it. You you gonna have the you gonna have the alert to us once once the transaction happens. You get it sent to your phone. Gin and tonic, frozen gin and tonic. (laughs) (laughs) Seven of them and shit. Like hold on. Wait, eighty dollars at Blonde Barber. You know I can't go there. (laughs) Yeah, that's ordering these male drinks. (laughs) Kentucky mules. (laughs) They get the Yankee Meister and shit. <laughs> oh shit! But yeah, no. Um, I also don't want to have to ask to use my money. Like that—that's one of the things that kind of complicates things. Like I never want to ask anybody to use my money. I think it only depends on like a certain. You can set it where it's like a a certain threshold. No, well, not threshold. Like you, like any transaction under X number of dollars, like do whatever. Anything that's like over it, then you got to say so. Then you got to try to figure out what that threshold number should be. That's probably gonna be the hardest part. Yeah, yeah. Because if she would have tried to stop me from buying my condom uh, container, I would have been sick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know you don't need this. Yeah, you should be for sure getting stopped. <laughs> That's just getting flagged. <laughs> like, baby, I needed that. <laughs> really sick out here. <laughs> you remember the you remember the roller story? The roller skate story? <laughs> oh shit, man. Um what's the greatest slang that came out of your hometown? So I guess for all of us it would be Chicago. What's the greatest slang word? That's a lot. Uh goofy. Goofy yeah. is effective at all times. Yeah. What we got? Thought goofy. Drill, L- low key. Did low key come from Chicago? Decent, decent. I use decent, decent. all the time. It's it's got to be decent, yeah. Because decent is versatile. That's... Decent can mean yeah. a lot of things. It can mean actually decent, or if I say that motherfucker decent, <laughs> that means that shit is good, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I probably say uh, the one I use the most is decent. Yeah. Shout out Chicago, man. Uh, and then for the people listening, man, hit us up in the comments, man. Let, let us know. What's the best? What's the best slang? Uh, slang term you, your city ever came up with, man. Um, it was a debate on the timeline this week. Uh, this guy, uh, this gay dude. Um, shout out to the LGBT community. Um, he hit up the timeline and was like, "There needs to be like a, a gay barbershop, because he doesn't feel safe in." regular barbershops what how would y'all feel about um let me actually read the, the tweet. <laughs> yeah that was, I, didn't, I didn't like were you trying to gear up with that question <laughs> hey, right hold on watch that i'm gonna pull up the tweet um but y'all wouldn't be y'all wouldn't feel a certain type of way if, if like 10 gay niggas just walked into the barbershop right Oh my god. Oh my god. Hey, hey, hey no, no, no. 
No disrespect. No, no, no. But 10 at the same time, I'm, I'm hold on. <laughs> he, he said it in a way that when the cartoons, they get all bug-eyed. 10. All right, man. Um, okay, the, the the tweet says, I've been contemplating about posting this because I hate to tear down a black business, but Detroit Cuts Barbershop refused to cut my hair because I'm gay. That's sad and that's sick. And I hope that that did not happen. If it did, then like I said, it's, it's fucked up. Uh, but somebody responded, going to a black barbershop as a gay man is about survival. How can I get into this barbershop and get out of life? <sighs> I watch my walk. They want to know how the girls are treating me. He says, I say they're treating me well, nothing too short or too tight. And I hate how dangerous black men are. <coughs> uh, all right. So what is he saying? <laughs> so he's saying, I guess, um, and, and I'm not trying to make light of this, but she's saying like as a gay as a gay male, um, when he goes into a black barbershop, he's solely focused on survival. How can he get out of there alive? No, but I guess he's saying they ask all you all you're saying is he goes in and they ask him, Yo, how the ladies treating you? Yeah, yeah, he, he <laughs> And that makes him uncomfortable? Yeah, so he he normally like lies and was like, Yeah, they treating me well and he keep it like real short. Man. But don't say they doing nothing wrong. Honestly, that's regular like conversation. Maybe they just don't know he gay. No, I I think he's saying is he covers it up. Like they they don't yeah they don't assume that he's gay because he's trying to cover it up because he's afraid of the backlash if he if it's known that he's gay. Why? Uh, right, he? Why does he? Okay, but is that a him thing or the barbershop thing? Yeah, and that and that's what I was gonna say, man. I've I've been in a lot of barbershops. Over over the years, and I don't think I've ever seen them uh, jump a nigga, <laughs> like jump a customer. I, I rarely see that, so so I'm pretty sure you you'll be good. I I don't think you need to you know be nervous for your life. Granted, I do. There there are you he. <laughs> it's not funny, but he will he may he might hear some homophobic conversation. Yeah, in the barbershop the that yeah, makes no, him no. uncomfortable. Yeah, no, um, for sure. So yeah, the the that I guess I could understand. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess if that's what it is, and it's not more so direct, but I guess I also don't know if he. I don't want to say I don't know if he has to feel like he can't just be like I'm gay. But yeah, I just posted one know. of the replies in the group. Uh, but that's why I asked: Is there a need for an LGBT community <laughs> barbershop? A need? Nah. I don't think so. This is crazy. Man. Yeah, I don't... I, don't I mean, if they, if they want to start it up, then cool, but do I actually think just like a... like a need? I, I don't know. Yeah, listen, yeah. If, if they want to do it, go ahead. I'm I'm not I'm not mad at that. I don't I don't think it's necessary. I, I like the last barbershop I went to, there was like a gay dude. He was in there regularly and he was like openly gay, like you know what I'm saying? Damn near like 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 this dude in the video. And it wasn't no it wasn't no issues, you know what I'm saying? 
what it was. They actually joked with him on, on a couple stuff. And certain things, you are going to be the subject of particular jokes in a barbershop. It's not necessarily, uh, I'm going to say because you're gay, but it's just like joking is somewhat barbershop culture, right? Yeah. yeah it's the same with this pod. Like, we we say stuff that's like, I, I can, I would say that none of us, all of us are really accepting and, you know, we want the best for all types of community, no matter what community it is. But we're going to say stuff because it's like funny. Mm-hmm. Sometimes. But it's like we we don't have any ill intent or Ill, any ill will towards any community. Um, okay. So, oh, my fault. Go ahead. No, no. I was just going to say, and I think that's, does the barbershop culture need to change? Because it's like a lot of misogyny in there, a lot of like homophobia in there. Yes, I, I will agree with that for sure. Um, yeah. But it's and just I like, guess, how do you get there? Mm-hmm. And I guess with that, what you were saying, I was going to say also, I guess part of it has to do with and this. This is more of the uphill battle than anything. If you're in the barbershop when, like, I guess certain stuff is being said, trying to advocate or voice the opposing thought, but we also know how difficult that can be in a barbershop. <laughs> I would never do that in a barbershop. You got me fucked up. <laughs> like I understand what you're saying, but like, yeah. I'm like, just trying I mean, to get my cut. You I ain't trying to take on all the barbers and shit. You definitely had a moment in a barbershop where you had a different opinion than everybody else in the barbershop, and you could have even tried to express it. And even though what you were saying, you know it's fact, but it's like niggas is not listening to you. Mm. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm good on that. I ain't, I mean, I, I understand how it can be difficult, and it, and it does need, the culture definitely needs to change. And I think it will change with, you know, Younger barbers getting their own shops and you know implementing their own culture. Um, also, where are you going to get your haircut? Also matters. That is, a, yeah, that is one of the key factors. You know what I'm saying you you can find the right shop that's not going to be talking yeah, all this that. crazy shit. Not every shop does that. Yeah, we we speaking about the the traditional black barbershop. Yeah, what we was fucking raised on, man. Dog. The barbershops when I was a kid, fucking drunks and crackheads in that shit just talking to you. <laughs> like straight up. I, I remember I had like a, a, I don't know if he was drunk or a crackhead. He, he was one of them. But he was just like talking to me. I was like maybe eight years old. He was talking to me for like 20, 30 minutes while my dad was getting a cut. I was like, God damn, bro. Hey, youngster. <laughs> you got some <little> crack. <laughs> just, talk, just talking like, man, I, I'd be nervous going to that barbershop, man. Yeah, I, I, I remember going, um, they was talking about the different, what's the good alkaline water and what's the bad alkaline water. So, you know, you, you with the with the woke niggas. Oh, yeah. They up and down some Dr. Sebi shit. Yeah, you know you're not, uh, you know you're not shaking opinions in. Yeah, that's, that's why I like what I'm doing now. My barber, it's just him in the shop. There ain't nobody else. And I'm with it. You like him to just y'all too? Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't put it like that. Don't put that's it. Just, don't put it like that. That's, that's, how, that's how he put it. That's how you put it. No, no. Come on, man. <laughs> ain't like that. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's easier. You know, you don't got to deal with the riffraff. You know what I'm saying? What y'all talking about? You, you need that for a laugh. <laughs> what? I'm asking what y'all talk about normally. Bro, it, it, it depends. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you got to make plans for the weekend. No, we, we, we talk a little bit. We talk a little bit. 
<laughs> he's actually the, the one barber I talk the most to, and it might be because it's just us. It would be a little awkward if we he just cut me and dead silence. <laughs> and it's just us in there. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Shout out to my barbers out there, man. Y'all, you know, y'all hooking black men up, bro. Having them looking yeah. good for the days, so. Try to lower the prices, though. You know what I'm saying? I understand. I understand the game's a game, but lowering the prices a little. Bro, I ain't never been so so happy I was bald, bro. The price is crazy right now, dog. Uh, what's this thing about No Name and J Electronica? Uh, No Name is dropping a single with J Electronica, and she received some backlash from from the black community. Um, surprisingly, because of J like J Electronica's past uh, anti-Semitic views and rhymes. And she was like, yo, like she was bringing up the fact like Russ got songs with J Electronica and nobody was talking about that. She she said, uh, Rory, a white man who doesn't even make music, has songs, <laughs> who just curates them, has, <laughs> has a song with J Electronica and there was no backlash. And I'm I'm not a huge no name fan, but I'm with her on this. What what's the problem with having a song with J Electronica? Mm. Well, I feel like she kind of pigeonholed herself into this because when you when you shepherd you were like the shepherd to all the woke niggas, like you have to realize they're gonna turn on you one day too. So mm. it is what and it you, is. If, yeah. If you woke and you you walk that woke path, you need to abide by the woke laws. And <laughs> those woke laws mean, <laughs> the woke laws. Uh, those woke laws mean you shouldn't be frolicking or recording with just to any type of controversial niggas in any space capacity. Yeah. You gotta vet everyone you ever around. <laughs> yeah, every moment of their life, man. That nigga got a speeding ticket, you, you fucking up. <laughs> man, nah, so, I feel that. It is what it is, man. What can we do? <laughs> That's the lifestyle you you know you live by it once you once you dive into that pigeonhole. Um I think that's about it. What am I missing? Do y'all feel like it's any way we could say the big three? Or the big three can get bigger, or no? Hell no. Nah. NBA just, ain't going for that. <laughs> so you think it's more about what the NBA is doing to block it, or it's just the concept of the big three just won't get big? I, I feel like the NBA will never allow it to get bigger than what it is. And I, I don't blame them. It's, it's, it's competition. You got to eliminate all competition. Mm. So, See, my thought is where, how big can it get? It really is just old niggas hooping into something. Like it's not, com- it's not like a complex thing. <laughs> what if you open it up to not just being old niggas? What if you get like G League uh, motherfuckers? Yeah. Then that, that, but that, how does that help? That doesn't help you. I guess that doesn't help the G. That doesn't help the big three. If they're getting players from the G League, what if they who are playing three on three? Yo, we'll get we'll get you instead of going to high school. We'll pay you and you can play here. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie, you had you would have to be dumb as shit to, to oh say I'm gonna go take this big three money. You you're gonna take money, you're gonna take fifty thousand from Ice Cube and the big three to go play to go play half court basketball against some old niggas. That's like going to the ref. Go to take your ass to college and you can get the same experience with some NIL money. You play Catino Mobley? <laughs> like, what are we doing here? Why are you playing Amari Stoudemire? How is this gonna help your NBA take? <laughs> 
league niggas blowing past you because you just used to fucking old. You used to play old nigga. You think you quick with the handles? Nah, nigga. He is forty five. You get ripped first. <laughs> As soon as you bring the ball up. Yeah. No, oh, it's different. different. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. It might not. I don't, I don't think it can get any bigger. Like, the only way it can get bigger is, I guess, if you get more teams, cool. Y'all, you think got to think about it. They're playing in the summer. People outside in the summer, they're doing all other type of what you call it. Summer league going on right now. That's like the only thing WNBA is going on right now. Like you, it can only get so big unless they want to make it the big five and start playing five on five full court. But these old men can't do that. Yeah. The I big was, three is capped because it's it's only three on three and it's half court. Yeah, that's what I was like. Why don't y'all change the format to just be regular basketball, bro? Because they old. <laughs> I don't want to watch niggas play half court. I don't even want to play half court at LA Fitness. So I know I don't want to watch no niggas play half court. Yeah, but y'all don't got a four point shot there. <laughs> well, they do got a four point shot. Damn. And I fuck with Ice Cube Heavy. It's one of my favorite rappers of all time, but. That concept, I just, I don't know if I agree with that concept, bro. What? Yeah. Hope you get your money, black man. Um, and last question. Um, I saw like a lot of backlash. It was like a a guy, I guess, that was supposed to go out on a date with a woman, and he suggested an ice cream date, and she was like, "I'm damn near thirty years old. Like, I don't want to go on an ice cream date with you. Um, and I can see we're not compatible because you pitched that to me." Um, I don't want to debate all the time, like date type scenarios, but somebody responded and I thought it was interesting. She was like, sorry, but I have to weigh in the first date with someone you are only acquainted with via a date nap being a full sit down dinner sounds miserable and fucking insane. Also, people don't like drinking and what, uh, in what world is ice cream any less serious than going to a bar, please? And I want to ask y'all y'all thoughts on the sit down date versus the you know the kind of test the waters date. Why is that seen as like a negative? Is is it because it's like cheap or what? What do y'all feel? I think it's the cheap part. If I'm going off what that person in the in, in the first scenario you brought up, mm-hmm. it, it seemed like she was just looking at it as you're not you know. Yeah, you're just not spending enough from me for me, or you're, or maybe you're not as serious. But also for a first date, it's like, yo, I don't especially know the first meetup. Yeah, it's I like will, I will also say he was it was kind of nasty because he said we can go for ice cream because it's hot, and then he put the uh, the panning emoji. Yeah, like you know that the, the, like the reddish emoji with the yeah. tongue out, like ah, spicy. Hey, that's, <laughs> hey, man, let him get his shit off. Hey, maybe it's hot. I, but it probably is hot, but you shouldn't put that in there if you just went on for the first stage. That probably pissed her off. Yeah. How do y'all feel? Uh, we're going to get back to this, but how do y'all feel about using emojis? Like, do y'all curb y'all emoji usage when you first know a chick? Oh, no. No. You just when, go all the way first... in on a, every emoji oh, yeah. is unlimited? No. Oh, no, no, no. Not every, You can't use every emoji, but I, I, when I first start talking to somebody, that's when I use the most emojis. Because it's like you have to, because I'm not trying to use, especially if you're texting, because you know how like things just sound weird through text sometimes. Yeah. So it's like you can't 
this you don't want to be huh? right, right. Yeah, like this is. I'm not being serious with this. And using LOL all the time is gonna get just old. So you gotta start throwing in some different emojis, and you know what I'm saying, and make the make the conversation look colorful. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah, because I I was told somebody like, yo, I hate sweets because I I don't like like cake or ice cream or nothing like that. And then I put like the little hide in the face emoji, and I felt weird as shit, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I was Wait. like, bro, I feel weird doing that. Wait, you did what? Wait, what, what hot in the face emoji? You know when the, the emoji is like looking through like his fingers? <laughs> Wait. Wait. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not that's not that's not acceptable. That's not usable. You can't use that's it. not acceptable emoji usage. Oh, I, I don't like sweets. Yeah, that's that's not. That's not, that's not, that's not acceptable. Yeah, see, that's what I was asking. I was like, man, are any off limits? Because, you know, I, I feel like I use the smile emoji too much because I don't know what range of emotion of emojis are, you know, that I can use. Any emoji that you think is going to make you look bashful, don't use it. Yo, I, didn't, I don't think I got a response to that either. So I was just like, God damn, what should you use that emoji? Holy shit. Oh, man. Yeah, but that's why I was like, man, you really got to know like what emojis to use, bro. Yeah, no, emojis are serious, man. <laughs> but back to the ice cream shit. Um, I don't know where we left off, but so we said no for ice cream date, first date. I feel like I feel like that's a good. I feel like that's a you gotta good know day. who you're trying to go. Who you gotta know yeah. who this person is. Like a lot of this shit is like the person. Like if you if she, if her profile is, you know, what I'm saying she got she got uh pics in front of the Stake 48 sign and <laughs> all that type of shit. You need to know how she coming. You're not gonna slide with the ice cream. So you saying you take the big girls to the to the ice cream? Dude. No, no. Oh. <laughs> no, no. I'm not oh, saying the big girls. I'm saying <laughs> where somebody's pictures can kind of you can at least use those to try to get a gauge of like how they move around. And you know, it's like she's posting pictures of like uh, all the steakhouses and all the all the places you don't go. You probably aren't gonna get the ice cream up. You're gonna have to go somewhere with like some drinks and some niggatry. Mm, I see what you're saying. Okay, my bad. I I I was I understood that wrong. Okay, you gotta you, use your resources <laughs> to your advantage. You just can't. Well, you can't just think like, like it's ice cream. It's cute. Who don't like ice cream? She gonna like ice cream, but she don't want to go there to sit down and talk with you. I mean, so what picture would give you like I like the ice cream date vibe then? Um, if they outside doing something like on a little picnic. Oh, okay. You know. Shout out to the women out here, man. Yeah, if they if they got pictures with the little uh, with the grass, what what was that thing? Grass Y'all know what I'm talking wall. about. Yeah, the grass wall. If they got the grass wall with the neon lights yeah. on most of the yeah. pics. Nah. No ice cream. Yeah, that's not an ice cream person. No. <laughs> uh, you got to go to Nobu with them and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the only way they're going. Uh, all right, man. Let's get into this music, man. Um, we only have two projects this week. We had a King Von Grandson. Anybody check that out? I did. Listen to earlier. Honestly, it is pretty decent. No, it's some it's some shit on here. Okay, I'm gonna check it out. What's the what's the standouts? Um, right now, robberies. Uh, real oppie that don't miss. Start off spicy. 
Uh, Heartless is decent. Uh, I still got a couple more tracks to get, but it's, it's obviously it's pretty decent, especially for a, a post hominess album. Uh, we have a little TJ two 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 album. Anybody check that out? I did. I thought it was really good. I, I started listening to it, but I didn't finish it. But I'm gonna check it out. Yeah, t- towards the end, it's it's really fire. It's that like moody, sad, dark music. That's I, I I'm really a fan of that type of shit. <laughs> but he got this one song called uh. Traumatize, I think. Oh no, it's hole in my heart with Jada Kiss. The way Jada Kiss comes on that song is ridiculous. <laughs> Y'all gotta listen to it. Little TJ singing his heart out. He's sad as hell, and Jada Kiss is just like traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> like, this is this doesn't sound right. But I really liked it. And I'm not like a big uh little TJ fan, but I, I think he killed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, we actually have two more albums. Uh, Mahalia dropped an album, I- IRL. That was decent. That was good. It was some good shit on there. It was some solid shit on there. I'm, I'm mad yeah. I missed that. I didn't even know that shit came out. Yeah. Nah, I like I like how this one sounded. You can hear some uh some growth and then the writing, mm-hmm. some elevation. It was good. I fuck with it. Okay. We also had a J Hus album. I don't know if niggas listen to J Hus, but I know he had that Drake feature, so maybe niggas checked it out. He has some more. He, I think, he had a Stormzy feature on there too. Yeah, Georgia, mm. Burner Boys on there, Lockon, mm. Boss Belly. Mm. I'm gonna check it out. Yeah. So, um, singles. We had a. Did y'all listen to that JT No Bars? Yeah, I listened was, to it. Was it good? Uh, it was alright. <laughs> it wasn't nothing special. I think that song she's trying to like get. Like help people when they come home from prison or something like that. It's supposed to be like a she and her meek shit with that one. Mm. Uh, oh, that's what no bars means. Uh, I must have missed it because in her verses, it didn't seem like she was talking about anything. <laughs> I think I, well, I think I, <laughs> it's supposed to help somebody unless they lie. Mm. Um, yeah, JT launches no bars reform, a new mission to help formerly incarcerated women navigate prison after life. I'm assuming this is. Part of it? No oh, shit. Okay. Salute. I'm with that. That's that's what's happening. Damn, where else we get that Quavo, Future. Uh, Quavo and Future. Hey, Future got to stop, man. We we gotta yeah. we gotta hold them accountable. Yeah, bro. It's it's it's. We'd be goofies if we didn't. No, nah, it's been man. too long. It's been too long. But what if he really feels that way? It's too. It's been too long. <laughs> Even Enough if you enough. feel that way, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> For for those who don't know, he said what he's in the field. Fuck Russell. Yeah. Which, by the way, Russell is a a football brand, but let's not do that. Yeah. Oh, this is this is some. I'm while we here. I'm gonna need y'all producers, artists, whoever labels to stop clearing these samples, bro. Cut it out. Ooh, you talking about that King Combs? I'm I'm talking about Dream Dog. Drink uh, King Combs King Combs kind of gets a pass. He's he's like the only nigga who I'm gonna give a pass to. I think we need to step on that nigga neck. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm, I'm like, cause he can't keep man, he can't keep doing this, bro. Like, is he gonna do this for the rest of his career? That's his life, line, bro. Yeah, I'm glad I'm glad he doesn't try to do albums. He just does like a single, like for fun. Like this is like for fun for him. 
a Dream Girl sampled uh, Project <laughs> Chicken. <laughs> Dream Girl sampled Project Chicken. She's she's calling it Project Dick. Project yeah. Dick. Oh no! It was another woman rapper that sampled DMX. Stop, drop, uh, open up shop, or whatever that song is called. Get it? What? Get up? Or whatever. Rough Riders Anthem. Yeah. And I was like, Stop, bro, drop, open, no. <laughs> <laughs> I did that shit. Grandma's be doing this. What's this so bad? Stop trouble. Put me in the plastic. <laughs> oh man, man. But yeah, then somebody said a woman sample that. I was like, how does this work? Like nobody wants to hear the sample, bro. That's a piece yeah. of DMX, man. But I don't know, man. Any other thing? Oh, I did want to ask y'all. Did, have y'all ever been? Uh, had a friend that like other people asked y'all not to bring around because they were scaring the host. Because they were scaring the host. Yeah, you know, like no. I know y'all seen that text message exchange on Twitter mm-hmm. where buddy, like I guess a group of friends hit him up and was like, "Yo, don't bring." Uh, I guess he was coming through a party they was having. He was like, "Yo, don't bring that nigga that said uh, was asking us will we fuck Steve Harvey, bro." <laughs> <laughs> He was like, all right, bet I forgot about that. <laughs> man, what's, what's wrong with that question, man? I feel like that's an icebreaker or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, man, you scared. Now nah, the thing is, he he not wrong. <laughs> that that low key is an icebreaker. It's like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Easy. Yeah, it's yeah. playful. Like it's yeah. not like you really not about to go fuck Steve Harvey. Like you can you can make your answer like like jokey. He was, like, he was like, I might slide with the homie. She was like, Okay, don't bring that one nigga. He's weird. My friends didn't like him. LML. Uh L O L who? The one nigga who kept asking us if we would fuck Steve Harvey. <laughs> he was like, Alright, for sure. Forgot about that. <laughs> Alright, if, if he kept asking, that's when it gets crazy. Do I really want to fuck Steve but, Harvey? <laughs> no, nah, but the thing is, he probably was like, I'm really trying to break the ice and y'all just y'all not being fun. <laughs> Did y'all hear me? I said. Yeah. He, he, thought, what, he thought they weren't being fun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Shut up, Steve. That's one of my like worst fears is being a nigga to scare the hoes. Shit, I mean. It's it's much harder that, as an adult to do. Yeah. If it's if it, if you're an adult and you're doing it, then that's just like that's when it starts like do, do I even need this person around anymore? <laughs> He get felonious. Like you, you, you lose. You will lose friendships over that as an adult. Yeah. As Drunk. a kid, you just jealous and pressed for attention. Yeah, and especially like uh, college days, getting too drunk. I know I've scared a lot of women, so it is, it is what it is. <laughs> I apologized in those times. Yeah, yeah. but I've grown. Yeah, you, you, you really haven't lived if you if you haven't had a moment where you you where you could have potentially scared one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, that's that's all I got, man. T Pain said he was so ashy one time. Fifty had to rub lotion on him. And my question, no. I didn't know how to frame that question. So, he said it was on his hands. Yeah, he said he was getting like in the creases of his hands and shit. And then I thought it was like, you ever had to lotion up one of your niggas? We're not doing that. Right, next question. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said I didn't know how to ask that question, bro. You mean like I, I pass off some lotion through a dap? 
<laughs> bro, I, give, I, I don't know, bro. Sneak no lotion on me, bro. Hold on, nigga. <laughs> you need this. <laughs> don't dab me up with some lotion, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle passing a 20. <laughs> I'm just looking at it like, hey, bro, what's this? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you need it, brother. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> No, fam, I can't go. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> I'll be so disgusted. Like nigga, what the fuck I'll is be this? like nigga, what? <laughs> you hear it make the noise a little creepy? <laughs> 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 oh no, <laughs> no, that's hilarious. Yeah, but hey, man, let's get to these shout outs, man. Uh, sees what you got, bro. Uh, shout out D Wade, man. He's officially joining the Chicago Sky Ownership Group. Hey. Um, so he's a uh, Wade's investment is subject. So basically, he needs to get approved, but he's going to be in there. Hopefully, I know I saw they were trying to um, think about building like a new training facility, uh, which the majority of WNBA teams don't have. So hopefully, he can come through and shake up some tables. Uh, also, shout out to Evanston. They uh the first city in the United States to put money in the hands of black residents uh, by their dispersing uh, repayments. They're basically giving uh, reparations to black people. Mm. So they really going through with that. Shout out to that, man. That's crazy, man. Northwestern and Evanston, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's conflicting. Yin and a yang, right? Don't know what you got. Uh, I'm going to shout out that nigga Hove. He got that uh he got that uh exhibit at the Brooklyn Public Library, you know. It's it seemed pretty dope. It it, it looks like they brought um things from baseline and then just a lot of stuff from his career. Um uh you know, covered all his albums and stuff like that and you know, Hove he's he's one of the legends. So if anybody deserves a exhibit, it's him. So sort of exhibit. Exhibit does deserve a pin my rod exhibit for sure. That would go crazy. Yeah, that would, that would actually. Why does the exhibit? I don't know if he, he probably does. He should do car shows. Like like you know like, DJ Envy Rick Ross shit. That would be cool. I'm pretty sure he's tired of that shit now. Though. Like he was really trying to be a rapper at one point. Now he's the car guy. Like I don't know. I guess you made your money, but. Like if I was trying to be a rapper and niggas just looked at me as an MTV car guy, I would be kind of pissed. At least niggas looking at you. Yeah. Um, is Cove the most commercially successful rapper of all time? Who? Hove. Hove? Oh, commercial? Uh, yeah, I guess right now. Uh. I don't even know what to I don't actually. No, I, I think Eminem. Okay. I mean, I wonder why it's never been like a whole documentary. That seemed like that would be interesting. Like he stabbed up his brother and shit and all the other shit, allegedly. Um, Could be a whole thing why we don't have one. Yeah, that's real. Um, I have two shout outs. Shout out to Drake, man. He said, uh, for all the dogs coming soon, and it's that old Drake. And I heard a snippet of one song. I forgot what the title was, but he was uh, sampling, I think. Uh, Play it, uh, the Big Pine song. Uh, I don't want to be a player. Oh, uh, no more? Yeah. And that shit was hard. It sounded like mm-hmm. some nice for what type shit. Mm-hmm. So, 
that nigga might might be coming with it, bro. Um, and uh, this is not really a shout out, but Carly Russell. I don't know if y'all heard of the story. She was in Hoover uh, driving, and she reported that it was a, a infant uh, like on the highway, and she went missing, and they're looking for her. So I'm hoping that they find her safely. So. You know, it's, it's just been a shame, all the stuff that's been going on to women. Um, we had that incident in Mariano's. Um, and you just see shit all the time, bro. And it's, it's just been tired, honestly. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, anything else to say before we get about it? No, man. Please say to well, we appreciate y'all for listening. Like always, man, keep putting people on the pod, man. We always appreciate new listeners. Um, you know, share, like, follow, uh, you know, do whatever y'all do. And we, like, we always appreciate the support. But uh, Lonely the Boss, man, we out of here. Yes, sir.